0: Welcome to our weekly meditation. Thank you so much for taking the time to make space for yourself and your connection with God. So as we begin to open today, will you just relax, find yourself in a comfortable position, in a space where you can be free from distraction and make room to just connect with the Holy Spirit. In this space where you bring yourself fully present by focusing on your breath. Focusing on the inhale and the exhale. The sensation, the movement, the rising and falling of the chest and the belly. Just allowing any distractions from your day, any anything on your mind to just settle as you move in to your space of connection with the Lord. Continuing to focus on your breath as I open in prayer. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that you are who you say you are and who you are is good. God, I ask for each one listening that you would bless them with ears to hear and eyes to see what it is that you have for them to hear and see and experience today. I bless them with deeper understanding, greater revelation more wisdom and knowledge and truth. I bless them with hearts to receive the fullness of what you have for them today. And I bless them to walk closer to you than they have before. I pray that you would lift off any discouragement or distraction in this space And let them simply come just as they are. And I bless your spirit, each one listening, to rise up. To lead over your soul and your body today. To connect with Holy Spirit in this space in a meaningful way. And to be led of his spirit. Wherever it is, he wants to go with you today. And I just, I ask you now as we enter into this space to just give yourself permission to be fully here. To not be divided in, in mind or in attention, but just to fully come present. Alert, awake, aware of that which the Lord is doing in you and through you. So let's return our attention to the breath and just begin to draw out the length of the breath even longer. Allowing the depths of the belly to fill into the deeper spaces of your lungs. And as in the natural, we're going into those deep spaces, just giving place and room and permission for the Holy Spirit to go into the deep places of your being, of your heart, of your mind, to be for you today that which you need him to be. Just nice, deep, calm breaths. Slowly in, slowly out, realizing we're not in a hurry, that God's not in a hurry. He sees the big picture. He sees us in the future. He knows who he's created us to be, and he has us on a path. To lead us and guide us into the fullness of who He's created to be. Can you just breathe that in today? The idea that God's not in a hurry, He's not stressed out, He's not worried. He's not anxious about your future. He's not concerned about your past. He can see the fullness beginning to end all of eternity. He knows how it all turns out. And he's not worried. in the same way he tells us Jesus told us not to worry, not to worry about tomorrow, not to get caught up in what we think tomorrow might bring, not to get bogged down in what-ifs, I was recently at a retreat and one of the leaders spoke on what ifs, how we get so caught up in the what ifs, how much time do we spend on what if worrying about tomorrow my encouragement to you is if you find yourself caught up in what ifs, and usually our what ifs are negative fear filled things that might happen things that bring anxiety What would happen if we turned those what-ifs around to positives? What if the power of God showed up in my situation and brought the breakthrough I needed? What if the reconciliation I've been praying for in my family actually happened? What if the financial breakthrough I needed came forth today? What if God is who he says he is? Do you have what ifs today? And if you do, will you put them on the scale and will you see? Are they what ifs of hope? Or are they what ifs of fear? Will you bring those before the Holy Spirit? Will you allow him to look at them with you, to take your hand, just to assess the situation rightly? Maybe there's things he would like to take off of the balance of your life. Perhaps there's things you're carrying that you just don't need to carry, that you've burdened yourself up with things that are slowing you down that maybe you don't actually need. It would be like if you had a backpack on right now and you took it off and looked inside, are some of us, and I'm sure we all are, are we carrying around rocks in our backpack, burdens, things that we don't actually need to carry? Will you allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's in your backpack today? Are they things that are helpful and useful? Do they bring joy and hope and life? Or are they heavy things that don't have a lot of purpose that are weighing you down? allow the Holy Spirit to journey with you in this space can you just ask him other areas things that you've picked up that you're hauling around and maybe you've been hauling around for a long time so long that it's become normal will you ask him is there something he would like to take to lighten the load today meditation scripture this week. comes out of 2 Corinthians 4, verses 16 to 18. We're going to read it a few times and chew on it. I'll read it in two different versions. And I came to this scripture this week because there was part of me that just felt like giving up. I came into a place of discouragement and just started thinking along the lines of what's the point? Why are we doing this? I just want to give up. It's too hard. And we need to come back to remember Jesus never gave up. He never gave up on us. He never gave up on me. He endured all the way to the cross. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 Therefore we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working out for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight glory, while we do not look at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. What is it that the Lord is highlighting to you in this scripture? What is it that you need to hear today? You need to grab a hold of. That you need to allow that part of scripture to become a part of who you are. As I read it again in the message version, just ask that the Lord would open your eyes to see that which you need to see through the power of his word. I bless your hearts to be open to receive, to take it in, to chew on it, to digest it, to have it become, let the nutrients of the word of God become a part of what you need today into your body, into your spirit, and into your soul. Let it nurture you or awaken you or cause something to rise up and release in you whatever it is you need the scripture the word of God is powerful and active so I bless it to encounter you right where you're at so we're not giving up how could we even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow but the things we can't see now will last forever. What seeds are you planting right now in this season that are going to reap a harvest for you? in the future. God's all about seasons. The kingdom isn't always instant. There is is process. There is journey. There's the planting of the seed, the sprouting, the growing, the developing, the maturing, the flowering, the blossoming. Then the fruit comes, first immature and then ripening over time. And then there's harvest. We can look at things like this in the natural realm to understand how things work in the kingdom, how things work with God. He has us in process. And in order to reap a harvest, seeds must be planted. Now there are some areas in our life where we're reaping harvest because generations past planted seeds. They did the work through prayer, through the lives they lived, through the releasing of the kingdom. What is it that needs to be planted in your life in this season? so that you will see a harvest. And what is it that needs to be planted as seeds in this season that you'll never see the harvest, that it will be for generations to come? When we live kingdom-minded, we live beyond our own lifespan. We plant seeds in the kingdom on earth on earth for the kingdom that others will reap people will never meet until we're in heaven we're not giving up can you make that your mantra today your your statement of faith in whatever chaos might be happening around you in your life, in whatever needs you're waiting to be met, in whatever areas where you need breakthrough, can you take a stand and say, I'm not giving up. Can we come together as a body of Christ, a body of believers and say together, we're not giving up. We're not giving up on each other. We're not giving up on ourselves. We're not giving up on Jesus. We're not giving up on the body of Christ becoming the pure and spotless bride that God says she will, we will, become. Not going to give up hope. Not going to give up these dreams that life could be better that we could make the world a better place for our children, our children's children, our children's children's children, that what we do today matters. And if you've had temptation to quit in areas, if discouragement's been creeping up on you, I want to bring you back to remember why did you start this in the first place? Why did you originally, where did the original dream come from? The original thought? Why did you begin the journey? Have you lost the excitement and the zeal, the passion that started you out into this journey in this area? And if so, can you remember? Remember your God, what he did in you and through you that made you caused you to want to walk out in this area in the first place? Can you remember his goodness? One of our most powerful tools to work our way out of discouragement, to strengthen ourselves in the Lord is thanksgiving. Can you be thankful that we are aliens on this planet, that we are sojourners passing through, and that we're called to leave this earth better than what we found it, to make it a better place for our children, for their children, for our great, great, great grandchildren, that we are living for a kingdom that is not just seen around us, but the one that is unseen, that we get to see that kingdom and release it here on earth. What is it that God's calling you to release on earth? How has he made you to make this earth a little bit better, a little bit more kingdom, a little bit more of heaven on earth? Because these little things you do, they matter. The faithfulness in your life, it matters. Every day you plant seeds. Every day you take a stand. You are not insignificant. Your actions are not insignificant. What you do matters. Your life is powerful. You, as a believer in the one true God, that alone releases His glory here on earth. So in that space, again, I say, therefore, do not lose heart. Even though outwardly man is perishing, yet inwardly you are being renewed day by day. Can you breathe in that renewal right now? It comes from the inner man. It comes from the inside out, from the Spirit of God within you expanding, Even if your body is starting to perish and and fail on some levels, even if you look around in the earth and you see depravity and brokenness, know this, your inward man is being renewed day by day by the Spirit of God. And you get to release that renewal everywhere you go. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We carry the answers, the solutions to some of the problems around us if we can just connect the dots. For your light affliction, which is but a for a moment, is working in you far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So do not look at the things which are seen. But look at that which is not seen. Look harder. Look deeper. Look again. Look again towards Jesus. Look again into heaven. Look again into the scriptures. Find Jesus in them. Look again in your life with the eyes of thanksgiving and remember where he's worked in your heart, in your life. Look again to see those things you have not been seeing to be encouraged, to be filled, to be refreshed. For the things which you see that discourage you, those are temporary. But the things which you're not seeing, they are eternal. Will you allow the eternal things to rise up before your eyesight right now? Will you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart about those things that last into eternity? Will you be thankful right now for what you do have and not get caught up in what you don't have? Shift your focus now. Allow the Holy Spirit to shift your focus And I bless you right now to allow thanksgiving, gratitude to bubble up within you. From the deep parts within you, allow it to bubble up and expand. Some of you even need to do a bit of an exercise this week where you just begin to journal and write out daily things that you are thankful for. Things that you are grateful for things that the Lord has done for you in your life. And you will be amazed at the strong foundation that you stand on, the goodness of God, as you begin to list out and write out and see before your eyes that which he has done. Because he is the one who does more than we can ask or imagine. And even as I say that I think I believe some of you have stopped asking you've stopped imagining you've stopped believing in some areas of your life you've let disappointment seep in so strong that dreaming isn't an option anymore hoping has been shut down. I want to speak to that place within you today to open up and allow gratitude to begin to come out to hope again to dream again, to look again and see what God sees. I speak healing into your innermost being where disappointment has taken a hold. And I pray over you right now that disappointment would begin to shake off, melt away, as gratitude, thanksgiving, begins to Come in, in a greater measure. Focus on the goodness of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to take you on a journey to see God's goodness. Many of us need that redefined, the goodness of God. When we say the term, God is good, it can mean so many things. I ask you today, and I bless you, to walk into a journey this week where God will define for you His definition of what it means that God is good. I bless you and release you to know His goodness to the depths of your being, that every preconceived idea that does not align itself with kingdom, with who God says He is in His goodness, will melt off by His grace this week. May your wisdom and understanding and knowledge of the goodness of God increase. May you encounter his goodness in new ways. May you begin to see in your life where he's been good to you and you've missed it because you were focused on what you don't have instead of what you do have. May you begin to see the abundance that God has given you throughout your life. May you realize his heart towards you in the fullness of goodness towards you. I bless you. I bless you to receive. I bless you to know. And I bless you to step into new measures of the goodness of God over you. To be able to see those things that are temporal and those things that are eternal and to differentiate between them and to have the grace to focus your attention on the things that are unseen, the eternal things. And I bless you with the spirit of perseverance to not give up, to realize that if you just keep going one step in front of the other, you win, you get there. Don't stop, don't sit on the path now. But rise up, little by little, Bit by bit, led by His Spirit, carried by His strength. Led forth by gratitude. And join with the Spirit of God upon your life, where you overcome, where you conquer, and you do not give up. And so I declare over you, over us, we are not giving up.